This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Hey guys, Kyle here, back with another episode of America's Off-Road Podcast. I know we were in a really good conversation. Okay. Back with Coop, as usual. How you doing, sir? Good. Good. We've got a pretty hot topic before we dive into it. (laughs) Uh, Make sure you follow along. YouTube, Google Mm -hmm, Play, mm -hmm. Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, Also, if you have questions about any past podcast or you want us to cover something, in the future, shoot us an email, podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Um, there's been something released pretty recently. Oh, man. I think I love me personally. It's epic. like I'm excited. I'm, as, as a whew. car guy in the car industry with the way things are going, this is an, a, it's an epic break from the norm. And uh, let's totally. let's bring on the car battles of old. Yeah. And what's really cool is like we went through this whole COVID phase. We're still in it. And it's just like, what? Well, not that this is like something good what, that came up from COVID, about? but it was like, you know, with COVID hit and, you know, this kind of like. I don't, what are you talking about? I'm the, from Idaho. The, oh, yeah. It's, everything's normal. I know. <laughs> but it was it was really cool. I think perfect timing. They absolutely crushed the release of it. They did a oh, yeah. phenomenal job for marketing. I don't. I've. What was the last time? I've never like tuned in for a reveal like I did for I've that never, one. I've never been more never excited about a reveal for something. And yep. I'm a Jeep guy. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, what the heck? It's cool. Ford Bronco coming back. Coming back. In 2021. Can, um, we, can we just agree right here before we move forward? The Bronco <laughs> Sport needs to just go. We're going like, to put let's that not even, one aside. We're not well, going to. seven none different None of models. our conversations <laughs> are going to end up revolving around that. Sorry to anyone that's like, I want a Bronco well, Sport. Funny, I think it's great. You're in the renegade category. <laughs> exactly. Let's just. But Put you off over here. Funny topic is like, you know, 
me and the camera guy were talking prior to this. That's like a really good family car, though. Like if you have no intentions of off-roading, modifying it whatsoever, and you're just looking for like a solid yeah. SUV. Like you were like, great. you know what? I was going to get a Land Rover, but I but now I you can get a Ford Bronco. So I'm going to get a Bronco Sport. Totally. That's a good category for yeah. that. But yeah, there's seven different uh, trim packages for this thing, plus a crazy amount of options. Um, I mean, what stood what what stood out to you the most? What stood the 35s out of the gate? Oh man, that, the Sasquatch package. Yeah, which they had some interesting claims though. You know, let's let's remember the Power Wagon had 35s on it from the factory, as I recall. Yeah, but. I do like where their heads at, you know. I do. The the th- the things that stood out to me the most were 35s out of the gate with the high clearance fenders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and the front and rear locking diffs. Obviously it's going to be a must have if you're going to try the and compete with disconnect for the sway bar so that yeah. even when it's under load you can disconnect it. That's pretty gangster. And reconnect at any time. No, you got to be flat for it to reconnect. True. But you can disconnect. Yeah, they had that in the video when it was like articulated yeah. and disconnected. And it was like, shunk. yep. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, they thought of a lot of things to really. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to use the term that a lot of people are using, the Jeep Crusher Slayer coming after Jeep. No, that Ford using it. Not a lot of people Ford. <laughs> but that's. I mean, to start with that platform. I think they're going in the right direction. What's your thoughts oh, I think on? They, I think they killed it styling wise. It's got oh, the right man. retro look. It looks awesome. It looks good it's with the top totally on. It looks good with the top off. Um, and the doors off. And the doors off. And they they did do a couple little refinements that that Jeep doesn't have. The mirrors are that are attached body. to the body. Yep. So that when you remove the door, it's still there. And uh, yeah. And and to me, all I saw when I looked at it was, wow, they got these big fender flares on it that look like if they were removed, 37s would fit with no problem. <laughs> I already know where your head's going with all of this. But yeah, they did. It was really cool to see that they have the removable doors, mm-hmm, the removable mm-hmm. tops. Plus, even the, you know, they've oh, it's so, it kind of reminded me of like a side-by-side type of door. Right. Where they had those, lightweight. the lightweight doors yeah. with the holes cut out in the side. But yeah, you you're spot on they crushed it with the aesthetics totally. of, of bringing back that new school versus old school and kind of combining it together a lot better than the um blazer oh let's just not go <laughs> then we're not going to talk about that wah, wah, wah. Yeah. way to go chevy that, that was adorable <laughs> yeah it was um it'll, it'll serve you'd be able to serve watermelon slices and capri sun out of the back of that at soccer games on the weekend no problem exactly and the interior too is i think a a lot of the same of that old school meets new school uh, at least from what i saw it's got a really sleek oh yeah interior design i like to the it. big screen uh, i like the navigation. way they set up the nav nav's really cool um, that was really cool in that you could upload photos of the trails that you're on yep and uh it's interesting i was on a trail ride a few years ago in uh in moab with one of the uh jeep higher ups great guy yeah and uh, he was driving, and he was testing out their new system. And it's kind of like Ford knew about it and came out with something that was just a little bit better yeah. and sooner. Yeah. But now I'm super stoked. Where where do you think they failed? I don't know. I'm still a little confused with the IFS. Um, I think it's going to be awesome and have tons of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, But it's uh, interesting. I think they handled the, the IFS issue 
and, and I say issue, it's not really an issue. It's the difference with that uh, disconnecting sway bar and letting it, uh, which is the same on a straight axle. Sure. The difference is now you're, you're letting it articulate. And IFS has its place. I think, I think the biggest thing here is that you can't really compare the Jeep and the Bronco. You can in the category that they're supposed to be off-road. But if I'm looking uh-huh. at the two, the differences that stand out to me are that Bronco is, is definitely geared more towards the go-fast in the oh, desert, sure. in the whoops, in the bumps, and things like that. And yeah. The fact that they did the disconnecting sway bar like the Jeep already had yep. um, is just going to let that that uh, IFS work that much better. I mean, heck, just from a U- UTV standpoint, the first thing I did on mine was get rid of the front sway bar yeah. so that it would articulate better and not want to knock me over. Sure. And and it made a huge difference on the clearance and everything else. And it looks like they did a really good job on that suspension geometry to give it the clearance that it needed. Yep. Um, they were touting off some big claims there as far as overall approach and departure angle being better and overall ground clearance and everything yep. else. And uh, I don't know that the IFS is, is going to be a bad thing. I think what we're going to see is that it's not that it beats a Jeep. It does certain things differently than a Jeep. And depending sure. on what it is that you enjoy doing, it might be better than a Jeep. Yeah. But you want to go and get gnarly in the rocks. I don't know that it's going to replace a Jeep. Sure. I could be wrong. We'll see. But uh, I'm I'm excited about it. What else do you think they uh, want, want, want on? Um, I... I was looking at all the positives. One thing I did like is the optional two three two seven eco or eco boost. And if did you they the, have the the two three in the full size one, the four four door? Uh, I don't know if it's. In I thought the they were just door, the two seven. I thought that was the sport that had the. But you can get it in a manual too, which is cool. yeah seven speed manual seven speed Good manual. But yeah, the, the two seven eco eco boost with the ten speed trans, which is really cool because yeah. we've had a little bit. Of, of play with the EcoBoost um, yeah. motors with the Raptor. Well, it's and funny you bring that up because that is my bone of contention. What's that? Why in the heck wouldn't you put the three five in it? Yeah, that thing is a beast. I know. Why I know. wouldn't you not just say, you know what? We decided on our claim to beat Jeep that we're just not going to mess around with this middle ground with this cute little 2.7. I know. And let's just put the Raptor engine in it. It would have been perfect. Yeah, it would have been epic. Yeah, that that would have been killer because there's a lot of untapped potential in those motors. Yeah, and I know and there's still a lot of room for growth up. with the 2.7. Yeah. But why not put an option in there already? Yeah, that, that would have been. It. That would have been cool because that or, Raptor is cuckoo. Are they doing an SVT version? That would be killer. If someone from Ford is watching this, because <laughs> I know that Kyle is a big enough deal that you're probably checking him out on the nightly. Can you send uh, us some inside info? We'll totally yeah, keep it quiet. Yeah, we won't tell anybody. Just <laughs> everyone. <laughs> no, it was, yeah, the, the motors are cool. Um I don't know. What was your thoughts? Anything else that you saw that was no, like that was the only I thing? Didn't like that was it. You just yeah, they missed the spot. Why not? Why not put the three five so in close, it? Like, but not quite. There's there. so many releases that that I'm like, oh my god, I love everything. And then there's that one thing you're like, you yeah. went this far. What were you thinking? Yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe not everyone will believe that. Well, we'll see things the way I do. But after having messed with that Raptor and that engine, 
It's man, impressive. that three five so is smooth. nuts. Yeah, and crazy, crazy smooth. And yeah, on the trails. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think from an aftermarket perspective too. I think it's a great. They did a great job of. There's going to be a ton of options for. Oh, this. I like, don't. I think they're trying to knock the aftermarket out of the equation with i think they're just going to make all their own accessories yeah they i mean sure they they will but who's who's not going to make they have another like 200 something vehicle accessories slated to be released yeah but i think they're in their mind they're trying to uh and nobody's going to want the aftermarket stuff because which I know it, they're not going to alleviate that, but they are coming up with a lot of options that are going to make a lot of people go, well, shoot, I can buy it from the dealership with this stuff. And it'll have a warranty because the dealership told me that. Because the dealership doesn't make more money when you buy more stuff from them, right? <laughs> <laughs> the aftermarket stuff's always awesomer, in my mind. Yeah, and I think there's still going to be a place for it. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Because mm-hmm. it is one of those those rigs. I mean, even the JLs. You know, Mopar's got their lift kit for the JLs now yep. from the factory that you can oh, get. Yeah, so Mopar, I think it's they, Jeep was trying that same approach. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what the aftermarket industry does with these. I think there's a ton of potential there for them, though. As far as um, I mean, Jeep being one of the most accessorized vehicles on the market. Yeah. It's I think pretty comparable to that, or could be. I just want um, to know how long it's going to take for Dynatrack to make their code 22 or something and put a straight axle in the front of a Bronco. Yeah, that was the other thing I thought <laughs> huh, Jim? of when I saw this was who's going to do the first straight axle swap. Yeah. Because that'll be pretty killer. So you get your hands on a Ford Bronco. I know, first off, there's potential mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rumors that we will be getting one. Yeah, I think uh, we, just like uh, 99% of the people in the automotive industry, all have our reservations. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) It's funny because if you go there, there, they're like, Sasquatch package, not Uh, available. Not available. (laughs) First edition, not available. Like after the release, it was like, post your reservation. I think it was the Wild wild Tracks was what we got coming because the first first edition was like gone. Yeah. Um, But... If you had one, what would be like, what would you, how would I build? How mine? would you build it? What would be your ideal? Uh, let's, you know what? This Ford is going to be, we're going to do a competition and we're going to let our, our fans who's watching vote on who build theirs better. Oh, is, is there a budget involved? <laughs> no, no, no. This is no all, this is, the budget. Nobody even has one yet. Like this is all just like you sure. throw it together, make believe, but yep. you get to go first. Oh, that I way get, I know what the where the bar sits so I can beat it. I get to go first with how I would build mine. Yep, let's hear it. I would definitely do the I'm 37s. I'm not giving you ideas. Definitely do 37s. Mm. Um, That's cute. I know. Yeah, I know you're going 40s. Um, I would do a four-door, obviously, because I got a family, mm-hmm. and uh, I pack them around camping. I'd probably ditch the rooftop tent because I love the idea of the removable hardtop. Right. So I would have, like, a tow-behind overland trailer with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. That's what I do. Thirty sevens tow behind overlanding trailer. Got you do overlanding trailer, huh? Hmm. Yep. Or that was a judging. Hmm. You know, build, hmm. bring bring along everything I have on my ZR two, but put it in a trailer, my fridge freezer, so my that rooftop you can go tent. Wheel. Yeah, so I can disconnect it and really 
send it get wild yeah trail nap it all over the place <laughs> look at this babe <laughs> oh crap. i like i like the start i mean um, it's good yeah i mean for for me it would be more if i if i were to pick up a bronco it'd be the mm-hmm. the 37s and um i mean there might be some stuff in there as far as like com- or comfort stuff like a fruit there might be a fridge freezer in the back sure. um just because I, I would personally use it for more of the trail riding, camping with the family type right. type rig yeah. along as a daily driver. So um, that's the route I'd go. I like it. Yep. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is <laughs> not that I've thought about it much. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to keep the IFS. Sure. I'm going to stick with that. But I want uh, I want Dynatrax. uh Dana 63rd member in, in the front Ooh. at uh, IFS. That'd member. be sweet. And then I want a Pro Rock 80 in the rear. And then I want 40s because it's 40s. the new 35. Yeah. 40s are the new 35. 40s would look good on that too mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's the wheelbase is only like on the two doors and the four doors. It's, it's a 116 like, inch wheelbase on the four door. Which is like. And it would be a four door. That's what I would Four inches get. shorter than. Or four inches longer than a, a four-door JL. Uh-uh, JL's 116. Oh, it's the exact same? Yeah. So they're two doors just longer. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Which, uh, and it, the it goes from 96, I think, weren't they like 101? 103.8, something yeah. like that, or 104, something right around there mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the two-door. Which, because your punkin JL, your four-door JL yeah. with 40s looks completely proportional. Right. I think That so looks too. good. That would look killer. So basically, I want to do the Ford Bronco version of that, and I'm going to set it up to be comfortable daily. I want it to be able to do everything I would do with it daily, normally, um, and uh, and and perform better off road. Sure. So from there, because I'm not done, obviously gears. It's got a 10 speed, so I can get crazy with the gearing. And that's, yeah, that's totally fine. I'd probably go 538s. What mm-hmm. gearing's in our Raptor? Uh, 513s, because that was as low as right. we could go. Yeah. Like, we would have done 538s had we been able to. Could've. It would have been perfect. Yeah. I would have gone deeper on the gear set on Punkin if I could have. Yeah. But, you know, there's a crossover where the pinion starts to get real small, and I'm already asking a lot of those Advantech 44s. <laughs> so You've got all the muscle you can. All, all the, like, even at that, I'm trying to be really careful, but... <laughs> Um, I like the idea of the fridge freezer in the back because uh, I don't like soggy sandwiches yeah. from melted ice in my cooler. Yep. Um, and uh, I actually I do like your idea of a base camp trailer. I think it'd be killer. Yeah. No, I think it's good, but it would have to have forty inch tires on. Of <laughs> course, just imagine and long travel <laughs> and, uh, suspension and yeah. No, I don't <laughs> care about that. It just needs to bounce around and follow me. <laughs> but. Uh, and then uh, I would I would probably figure out how I could uh, really tuck in the bumpers really tight to yeah. the body and high so that I improve upon that already improved upon uh, approach and departure angle and then a winch got to get uh, got to go prepared got to get me a worn winch. I think Crazy probably, House should jump on the the Bronco train with what they did on the Raptor stuff. Yeah, aluminum. Yeah. And uh, bumpers out of aluminum. I kind of like that plan, keeping yep. that light and then doing the uh, rock sliders out of steel. Yeah. Uh, full belly skids. See, there's there's lots of stuff, you know. Can the you aftermarket's going to have to tighten. I know. 
Yep. All sorts of stuff. It'll be You good. know, the one thing I will say about having a, a rooftop tent on, and I don't have it on pumpkin because, again, I went over that in a previous podcast. My approach on that was I just want something lightweight yep. and simple. I will tow it to the trailer or uh, to the trail, and then I will wheel it, and I'll have base camp set up somewhere else. Sure. But I feel like that is because I have 40s and Advantech 44s. And I like wheeling lightweight stuff. But if I'm going nutty on the Bronco, I don't, even with the top off, it'd sure be nice to put a tent on it because it's cool when you don't have to haul a trailer out to the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, that would and be And cool. I'm not at a point where I enjoy sleeping on the ground anymore. <laughs> Call me crazy. But on, on this last UA, that? when I was up in that rooftop tent and that moose ran through camp and almost stepped on 14 people, I was like, wow, it's sure nice to be up here for the view. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Watch out for Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those rooftop tents would make it nice. Um, yeah, it's 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 cool. I think I think it's going to be an awesome platform that's going to stick around for oh, quite yeah. a while. Totally. I think it'll be styling's killer. Styling is awesome. Yeah, they they knocked it out of the park. Um, so it'll be it'll be cool. I know everyone and their mom's going to have one when they are available. So it'll be oh, cool and, to see. and their mom. Yeah. Here's a question for the future. You think they'll put the three liter uh, power stroke in it? There's they they. That I would think be it's really only cool a matter also. of time until they they release Especially it. Especially with the diesel, diesel Wrangler. <clears throat> Speaking of that yeah. gauntlet and the vehicle wars, I would say that their claims to Ford's claim, Ford claiming <laughs> that they are out to topple the Wrangler. Um, probably ruffled some feathers because Ford came or uh, Jeep came back quick. They came back with some. I, I know that there are a lot of people that are like, "Oh, well, that's good news." <laughs> Six point four liter Hemi yeah. Wrangler. Yep. They're like, "Oh, two seven. That's adorable." It's gonna be killer, and you get the eco diesel op- eco diesel option e- now. Oh yeah, I'm excited to play with that one now that we have one in house. Yeah. So I, but I think it's on six the m- four. Hemi, Kyle, there's no replacement <laughs> for displacement. I know. I think it's it's going to happen. It might not happen the first two years, but oh, it needs who, to happen. Who knows? I think you know what would be to. really funny is if Jeep was like, oh, people aren't getting those until March 2021. <laughs> you can get our six fours next month. It's orderable <laughs> right now. Jeep, hint, hint. <laughs> orderable right now (laughs) yeah they it'll be it'll be a battle i think i think think jeep's got an uphill battle with that one simply because it still has the advantech 44 axles which probably holds up just fine sure with stock wheels and tires but let's face it that's not what jeep people do no that's not what they they reinforce the frame it's got a, a stiffer frame we changed a few things around. It has the 6.4 out of the truck, whatever. I thought I, I've seen two sets of numbers. I saw one that said 4.85, and then I saw one that said 4.50-ish. Either way, it's enough. Either way, it's cuckoo. <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo. With the uh, eight-speed tranny, the heavier-duty tranny, and then the Advantech 44s. So is the hang-up that Jeep's like, mm, maybe we should make these orderable with the 60s. 
They should. Yeah, they should. Like, if you could buy an off-the-assembly line 6.4 Hemi Wrangler on tons. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Oh, my. That'd be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, pals. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I cool. could go. I could go back to spark plugs. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. You've got spark plugs now. It's just in a side-by-side. Yeah, which is neither the Bronco or a Jeep Wrangler with any engine is keeping up with that. And if anybody's listening, there's going to be a – soon there'll be a podcast on – you're getting ready to go on a trip. Oh, man. With that, and it's going to be That's going to be crazy. That's going to be an epic, epic trip. You know what? This is a good segue for us to uh, end on. Yep. Stay yeah. tuned for that. Stay tuned. Upcoming 1,400-mile UTV trip. It's going to be cool. <whistles> and an overview of the yeah. X3. Cause rooftop tent on the X3. X3. No, I'm just kidding. That's so <laughs> not happening. It's just the biggest rooftop tent yeah. you can get. Like, I got a queen-size bed ratchet strapped to the roof <laughs> of that thing. That's my rooftop just tent. A mattress. Open-air mattress <laughs> laying on the roof. <laughs> just flapping in the wind. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um we're excited about the Bronco. I think I think the aftermarket industry is going to have some cool stuff coming for that. Um, yeah, follow along. Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Appreciate you all watching, and we'll see you next time on the next episode.